You are now listening to She's More with Kendra Brito, a conversation between men and women on value and relationships. This queen. No, I never fit in because I realized I'm royal. Welcome back, everyone, to She's More. This is Kendra Brito, your host. Thank you so much for listening. I definitely want to say thank you for all of the love that you all have been sharing with me from episode one. You guys showed up and showed out. You guys subscribed. You sent me messages. You called me. You texted me. You let me know how you felt about it. You let me know that you laughed. You let me know that you enjoyed it. You gave me some good feedback, some topics that you guys want to discuss on episodes to come. So I want you to know that I am listening to you. I'm writing all of your notes down, all of your suggestions, and we are going to make this For the people, with the people, we're going to do it and make sure that these conversations that we have are beneficial to to those who are listening and tapping into the conversations that we are having. I want to also remind you that my social media handle is on, on Instagram, Kendra underscore is more. So also make sure that you're reaching out to me and letting me know how you feel about the podcast and if there's any particular conversations that you also want to Um, possibly hear from us. So today on She's More, we have in the building with us, Joe Believe. Y'all remember Joe from episode one? What's up, fellas? And we have singer-songwriter Kelsey D in the building. Thank you so much for coming. We're really excited. Y'all, if you don't know Kelsey D, you're about to find out all about her. And you've actually already heard some of her work because she is the artist in the song that's in the intro and the outro. If y'all heard episode one all right so and also if you tuned into this episode already you already heard her so i definitely had to bring her in the building to talk about some things today the title of the episode is her heart so in episode one we talked about her capacity and now i want to talk about her heart so in her capacity we talked about her skill set as a woman a woman's skill set we talked about a woman's work ethic we used proverbs 31 as a model as a standard we talked about her drive we talked about her motivation and then we talked about just relationship stuff and how all of that goes into play so we know that in general women are more of an, an emotional creature we are the ones that have the the heart to love, we kind of are a little bit more sensitive in the fact that we are a little bit more intricate in expressing our feelings, knowing our feelings, operating in our feelings. Um, We're also vulnerable as women. And with this episode, I wanted to talk about our heart, talk about who we are at our core, like we touched on in episode one, but also to kind of talk about that emotional factor when we look at ourselves, when we think about ourselves, when we... um, when we live and breathe and walk and talk and interact with beings, there's a certain level of softness about us as a woman that I really feel Kelsey's album really touches on in a lot of different ways. So I definitely had to bring her in so that we can kind of tap into that realm of a woman. Now, fellas, don't hit pause. Don't tune out. This for y'all too. This is for this y'all is too. That's why I got Job in the room yeah. again. He's here, so don't worry. We're going to talk about how all of this connects also to men. We're going to listen to some of Kelsey's songs, and we're going to talk about it again from the male and female perspective. So without further ado, Kelsey D., tell me, what was your inspiration for writing this album? Was there a moment where you just put pen to paper and said, I got some things to say, and I got to say it, and I got to get it out? Tell me what got you to that point. So what's interesting about writing an album is that everybody writes differently. So like I don't just sit down and I'm like, okay, I'm going to write a song today. Usually when I'm driving, the Lord will give me a song. And so these concepts came about two years ago, 2017. I was probably driving and, um, you know, I had to do like a voice memo or whatever. But as I was writing the songs, I was thinking about a lot of the stuff that my mom instilled in me as a child and a teenager and like when I was in college. She um, did a lot to encourage me. I saw her like be a strong woman. I saw her have confidence in herself. 
And even when things happened or situationships or friendships like ended or whatever, she was always the one to be encouraging and say, you're you're valuable and you can't let other people bring you down to your to their level because, you know, you're important and you're different. You're not like everybody else. Um, So I saw as I got older that people, other people did not have good relationships with their moms. And so, you know, the title track is called Mama Said, and it just is talking about all of the stuff that she's, you know, instilled in me. And this queen is like, if you don't, if you don't need it, if it ain't serving you, if it don't make you feel better about yourself, you need to let that thing go. Okay. Women and men. Okay. Don't hold on to nothing that's dragging you down. Okay. So I like that. So this queen and, the intro and outro, guys, that is a, a two snippets from this queen. But definitely, again, make sure you are logging on to all of the uh, music streaming sites so that you can hear these. And you're going to hear two songs, snippets of two songs, but we won't be playing this queen on this episode. However, I would definitely recommend that you check it out. And I'm glad that you Absolutely. said it's for men and for women mm-hmm. because I ain't going to lie. The, the, one of the portions of the song, it says, this queen don't need you, right? Okay. This queen won't settle. Yeah. My presence is a gift. If you don't recognize, you'll, you'll lose, lose it. it. Okay. So when I heard that, I said, hmm. Now, if we put this on and a, and a guy hears it, they're going to be like, oh, gosh, here they go. Right. Here they, they go. Talking about, talk about we don't need y'all and all of that. But I'm thinking the message that you're saying is you have recognized that you are a queen. Mm-hmm. So you've recognized your value. You just talked about you, your mom instilled in you who you are and your value. So therefore, you're not going to take anything less than you deserve. Yeah. And in actuality, we need each other. Right. Because in order for the world to continue to grow and continue to, the Bible says, be fruitful and multiply. Mm. We can't do that without men. We can't. But I don't need a, I don't need someone that does not see my value. Okay. I don't need someone that doesn't see their own value. That's right. So if you don't see your value, how can you value me? That's good. And I can't value you without seeing my own value. Exactly. And that goes, we talked about in episode one, identity. You got to know who you are Absolutely. before you go into a relationship. So I see Job's eyebrows moving. I see him smiling over here. So I think he got something to say. So I'm going to let him go. <laughs> I'm going to let him go what in a little thinking, bit. Job? What you thinking, Joe, based on what we're saying? No, you know, earlier we was talking about uh, the difference between, well, no, we was asking which one should we go with uh-huh. uh, value or Heart. Heart, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess at times we, if we allow God to kind of move in a direction that needs to be, uh, if we listen. So I guess the value part spoke out as soon as we got on the mic. We started talking about value. Yeah. And um, I know earlier we discussed about the video that I posted mm-hmm. a couple of days ago. So I think it's important to tie in both uh, while you're listening, the value and the heart piece of a woman. And also to evaluate that information of yourself as a man was what is your value, what is your heart to kind of understand fully and not be afraid to take someone else's advice when it's coming from a woman. Right. Okay. So help me understand a little bit more. You said not to be afraid to take someone's advice if it's coming from a woman. What do you mean by that? Uh, A lot of times for me was if I recognize a certain pattern that I recognize before in another female in a relationship, I shut off or won't listen to what they have to say because I recognize something that makes me uncomfortable. Okay. And a lot of times if you sit back and listen to someone that's talking to you that loves you, you can kind of evaluate what you do need to hear and not kind of push it away. Okay. You know, because you're uncomfortable. Yeah. So communication. Communication. And realizing, like leaning on that love versus like, Seeing there, the intent is that they love you, and that's why they're willing to have that discussion with you. Is that that's correct? Yeah, I mean, there's going to be situations where you both just going to disagree with certain certain things. But um, I know with me with smoking cigarettes, mm-hmm. and that was a whole big issue with the previous relationship. Um, she didn't like it, and I didn't want to listen to it. Okay, you know what I mean. But she was giving me real true advice that I'm not willing or wanting to actually hear. Or accept at that particular time. Okay. Instead of pushing back, kind of, you know, is this going to better me? Okay. Like, you know, she's teaching me value about myself and okay. also the value that she is looking for in a man as well. Mm-hmm. So. so what I'm seeing is heart and value goes together. Okay. Correct. So yeah. if you're hearing a woman's heart and you're being open to it as opposed to shutting it out, 
just by that alone, you're allowing her to add value to you. So I believe that women are helpmates. Okay. Like I said, the brothers. That's what the word says. Okay. Okay. The word of God, not Kendra right. Brito. Okay. So be, therefore, if we are present to be a helpmate, there are some certain values. There are some cer certain things that come from our heart that is that gives us the ability to pour out to a man. So by you saying you have to be more sensitive to be open to hearing from a woman, for example, your ex-girlfriend told you cigarettes, smoking, that ain't cool. You're going to have to stop that, right? Well, you, you may if you want to actually keep her. But okay. to me, while it's like I'm comfortable with, you know, I, I don't know when I'm going to stop smoking cigarettes right now. I'm comfortable with smoking cigarettes. Like before I came over here, I made a conscious decision not to bring my pack of cigarettes because it was going to be someone else in the room, mm -hmm. you know, maybe right. uh, another female in the room. So I don't want to make her uncomfortable right. based upon the smell of smoke. I know she's a singer. So singers, you know, you smoking cigarettes. Correct. But <laughs> I appreciate that. Hey. You're welcome. So, <laughs> yeah, struggling. Exactly. Yeah. So, but I understand that based upon other relationships of how people view cigarettes. So, um, but I also got to make that decision for, for myself. Mm -hmm. So, if I decide not to stop something, then there's an ultimate chance that I will lose that person. I have to be comfortable with that. I got to respect her value and she has to respect my value. Okay. Now, if we're able to work together with that, that's when you form communication. Okay, now that's good. Correct. You can't build communication around something that you both strongly disagree on at that beginning part. It's a it's a building stage to understand both angles. Okay. Are you going to stop or are you going to keep it? Right. You know what I mean? Right. So if you're going to keep it now and not stop it, now let's build a communication around that. Right. That needs to be the focal point. But so then there's a level of vulnerability that has to be present with both parties in order to make that work. So she's sharing her heart and she's saying, you know, that is not a good thing. That's, I don't think that's something that you should do. And you're saying, okay, I'm taking that and I understand that and that is a, something of value that I should take into consideration. But I also have to make the decision for myself and in order to, for you to really stop and think, okay, she doesn't like this, but not just because she doesn't like it, but because it is something that can affect me personally, my lungs. Yeah, right. I wanted to ask you, like, how did she present it? Was she like, it's bad for you, I care about you, that's why, or I just don't like it? Was she just like, I just don't like it? Over time, um, she she didn't have a problem with it. Like, she allowed me to do so, but she made it very clear when it comes to, like, kissing or hugging, um. there wouldn't be, like, Coming out and having a cigarette, like I know what cigarette smells like. When mm -hmm. I try to stop quitting, I'm like, this is the worst smell am I ever, because I can't believe that I'm actually or did smoke cigarettes and I smell like that. Uh, so she made it very clear about that, that China kind of uh, intimacy part of it, of, of it all. Yeah. But uh, over time, it became like if I continue to increase this smoking, like I'm smoking more often now, you know, mm -hmm. things of that nature. So, she presented with health. She presented in some good ways and some some ways she presented. I didn't like how she presented it. But I know um, being someone that's, um, I feel like I'm intellectual in certain pieces, I know it's bad for my health. Right. So I'm not going to really go at you or go hard at you about something that I know that's absolutely bad for my health. I either got to accept it. Right. Or try to work with it. Or, hey, this is not going to I'm presenting you the situation as in this is what's going to happen yeah and then we got to build around it okay i respect that and again i think that vulnerability piece two people have to be mature enough to get to that place for her to be conscious of what she's telling you for the sake of what she needs in the relationship and then what she is encouraging you to do or not to do and then you have to be mature enough to think to stop and to think as opposed to just shutting her ideas out you have to mature, be mature enough to say, you know what, she brings, like we talked about in Proverbs 31, she brings good and not harm to me. Correct. And I think that is, fellas, I think that is something that you should think about when you think about a woman who it that you can see is bringing value to me. You got to say, you know what, she's bringing me good and not harm. 
So if she's telling me something, maybe I should at least think about it. I should at least entertain it just to see how I can incorporate it in my life if that is indeed something that I agree with. And I also think like what I've observed about like, like from successful marriages that I've seen and relationships that I've seen, relationships that ended, relationships that they still together, they've been dating for years, is that, you know, men have to really want the person. Like they really have to see the value in the person in order to really take their advice. And I think also that comes from biblically, you know, the man is the head of the the household Mm -hmm. and he's, you know, the person that is supposed to make the decisions for his family. And if he really, you know, you build that relationship with that woman, you trust her judgment. So it's not going to be a, from what I've seen, I'm not a man, but I'm just saying from what I've seen, if they love that person and they don't want to be without that person, they will take that person's advice or they will be open to that person's advice. But from what I've seen, if they not really trying to hold on to the person, it's like, oh, yeah, I know you have my interest at heart. But like me letting go of this is not as important as um, you remaining in my life. Exactly. Yeah. And I. I have seen, well, I heard that before, right? And it's kind of, as a man, it's kind of like, I'll be like, if we was dating, you said this to me, I'm like, you're tripping in my mind. How? I'm like, yeah. you're telling Help me because me I understand how. Because there are certain things that you may be doing as a female, right, that you've been doing for a long period of time, right? Okay. That's hard for you to actually change. Mm-hmm. So when you were saying, when we was talking about what made you um, the why for your album, one part you was talking about what your mom said, like the stuff that she told you over time, mm-hmm. you know, right? So regardless, regardless if it's good or bad, right, or the information that they're telling you is going to harm you or hurt you, it's over time that you was going through those motions, okay. right? So if you come to me and tell me, and I say, hey, I want you to stop doing something, and you be like, well, but see, if you can't stop it, you don't love me. You don't want me bad oh, enough okay. to be like it's a it's a like this has been a long Poor time. Trying. You know what I mean? Because there's some there's some people not and I'm not mm-hmm. saying in your case, but like there's some guys that's just like I don't even want to try. Yeah, like you don't. I don't like that you do this, and they're just like, well, we I just don't want to be with you then. Like for, that's from my perspective, sure. what I've seen. They won't try, but there are some. There's some people that will try so, because they want they value the person in their life. So that's that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do the video, the YouTube video that I put that I put up because there's going to be several different relationships that you go in throughout life period. I don't care, you know, what age you are. You know, from 15 to 25 there's going to be relationships. From 25 to 35 is going to be relationships, mm-hmm. right? Unless you get married and maybe divorce and you create more relationships as well. But how do you learn from each relationship, yeah, right? right? How you go back and evaluate those relationships. So instead of me, like I stated, like if you would have said that question to me, I would have stated you tripping or whatever, right? I'm going back and now looking at what the, the women, the, the people that impacted my life the most, what good were they telling me throughout that journey? Yes. That I can pull back from and say, you know what? I can learn from that. I can be a better person because of you blessing my life with that insight and that wisdom for me to become a better man. So I see that value in you, right. what you're able to do to help me become better. Right. And just for the listeners, just to let you know, so episode three, which is coming out right after this one, we're going to be talking specifically about a YouTube post that Joe put out on his YouTube page. It's called Ex-Girlfriend, She's Amazing. And in that video, he's talking about the value that his ex-girlfriend brought to him. Even though they're not no longer together, he still wanted to acknowledge the value that she brought. So next episode, definitely tune in because we're going to get into detail about that. He brought it up because it's, it's a good point for where we are now in this episode. When we're talking about her heart and her value kind of being something that works together. Because of that intricate space in her heart that she has, she can see things. There's, she can feel things. She knows things. There's a little, there's a, that intuitive part that oftentimes we share, but some men 
see it in a negative light. Oh, you're too emotional. Here you go again. Things like that. But I think what we have to start realizing is that men are wired different and so are women. And we have to learn how to respect each other's wiring. Because in reality, yeah, my... I may be detail-oriented, but that's a part of that intricateness. That's a part of who I am as a woman. But I need to be like that in order to help you with certain things in life. So, again, that's where we're wired differently, but at the same time, we're here to help each other. And one of the goals of this podcast is to have these conversations for men and women to realize, hey, we're in this together and we're here to help each other. There's things that we both need. You mentioned it earlier, like men, and we need each other. Mm-hmm. And even in that song, This Queen, where it's you're saying, um, this queen don't need you. What that means is I am holding myself. I don't need you to make me whole. However, there are, there are parts. And even in that song you talk about, there, don't, don't get me wrong, at some, at some point there's going to be a man. I will need someone to come into my life and be all of those things Absolutely. that he needs to be in my life. So actually, let's get into some of the songs. One of the songs that we want to talk about is Wear Your Crown. Yeah. Okay, so, and fellas, it's talking about y'all too. So women wear your crown and men wear your crown. But tell me what your motivation for that song was. Okay, so have y'all ever heard Brandy's song, Begging and Pleading? No. Sorry. I probably have. Uh, uh, I'm not you need uh, to listen to titles. it because it's amazing. But um, I wrote this song, um, and it has, like, some 60s, like, doo-wop influences in the backgrounds. But the I had already wrote, wrote written <laughs> this queen. <laughs> I teach math. Okay, I had already written this queen. And I was like, okay, I got something for the women, like, to encourage the women. But I need something so that men can understand, like... Like, how, coming from a woman's perspective, like, how I really just desire y'all to be a king. Like, just, like, be the king. And so, um, and you'll hear in some of the lyrics, but it's like, um, just wear your crown. That's the name of it. Be a king. Like, do the things that we need you to do. Like, protect and and cover us in prayer. Like, the you know, be there for us, even though we crying and you just like, oh my God, like she crying again. Like, just, just be there. Like, we don't need you to, we don't need you to solve all of our problems, but just be there to listen, be that listening ear or whatever, you know? So that was the premise behind the song. Okay. I love it. Well, let's listen to it. We're going to play a little snippet for you guys, and then we'll talk about it. Cliche to say your actions when they speak, they really preach They tell me something that your words can't say I'm listening with my eyes But don't be so surprised, no Okay, so tell us a little bit about that verse that you wanted to play Okay, so that is the second verse And the goal of that verse was just the progression of the song is like, I'm kind of saying, this is what I've gone through. This is what I've experienced. And I hear you saying, oh, you're going to take me out. You're going to be amazing to me. You're going to treat me well, blah, blah, blah. But I need to see it. Like, don't just, don't just tell me. I really need to see it. I need to, um, I need action. Right. Your actions speak louder than words. Absolutely. So that that's why the first line we heard was cliche to say your actions speak. And when they speak, they really preach. Your words can't can't tell me what you are showing me. Like right. show show it to me, don't tell me. Right. In this day and age, I mean, and it's always been like that. I can't even say in this day and age, but I think it's it's just maximized now in these days. There's a lot of talk out there, mm-hmm. and we really do need people to start practicing what they preach yeah. or actually showing the love, showing that they care, showing that they're present. Yeah, I think a lot in a lot of relationships these days, people don't put in that emotional work to show that I'm here, I'm present. Like, I want yeah. to consider your thoughts. I want to consider how you feel about the situation. And I think that's why some relationships fail because we come into things selfishly. Yeah. So we come in looking for... Like, what for, can I get from this? Or like, 
instead of what can I give? Exactly. And a lot of times I've heard in relationships, I'm different. I'm not like, you know, those other guys that you dated. I'm blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay. Then you end up just like ghosted, <laughs> ghosting me, okay. you know, or, you know, fading out, not communicating, not, you know, whatever. And it's just like, well, you're not really all that different. So right. it's kind of more the the premise of the, of the song is like be a king and just show it. Like don't let's communicate. If you don't like something I do, let's talk about it. Right. You know, be confident in who you are. Don't be ashamed to to be yourself because that can let me know whether I really truly like you or I don't. Right. So Joe, what do you think when someone if a, someone tells you wear your crown? What resonates inside of you when they say that? What do you think about? Or what do you think it's like for a man to wear his crown and be a king? Uh, <clears throat> I guess over the over the course of uh, creating a YouTube channel and really falling in love with or enjoying painting, I feel like that's my crown. Okay. Uh, actually going after the stuff that I enjoy right. and seeing how it's starting to fold and create and uh, going through the uh, the foundation uh, brick by brick. Mm -hmm. So having a crown is to me is a God knowing exactly who he is and okay. what he is and what he can provide and what he cannot. Right. I know for me, while a lot of times in the relationships that I got in, I always would wear the crown that they had maybe for someone else. Wow. You know, trying to fit that crown. It's kind of like David and Goliath. Like, okay, David was a small frame boy that was willing to fight Goliath, mm -hmm. and he tried to put on Saul's armor, and it didn't fit. Okay. You know, so wow. imagine going out to fight Goliath, and people are la uh, laughing because you're having this heavy armor that you got to carry to go into a battle that you're supposed to win, but you don't win because you're wearing someone else's armor, mm -hmm. someone else's crown. You know, so uh, I feel like you should wear the crown that's suitable for you, that fits for you, and be proud of that. Wow. And then go from there. Now, that's good. So you're saying sometimes in relationships, men try to be whoever that woman, whoever he thinks that woman it's wants right. him to be. Exactly. Wow. And then uh, the insecurities comes out. Yeah. And the man, oh, for me wise, I can't say all oh, men. So for me wise, I'll start to defend myself. You know, try to hide the mm -hmm. actual truth because I like if I if she see who I really am, will she accept me? I'll lose her. Right. So I continue to put up that wall higher and higher and higher. And the closer you get to that actual, you penetrate that wall, the harder I become. Right. The more defensive I get to defend the insecurity. Right. You know what I mean? Because I'm don't want you to take my crown. Right. You can't take my crown if. if if I got the crown based upon my yeah, own well, abilities and my own passion. Yeah. Um, so that's rightfully mine. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Now I will say, I can't speak for all women, I'm gonna speak for Kendra. I know and I know that sometimes if I meet someone, and I think a lot of women are like this, when you meet them, you have this picture of who they're going to be, who they're supposed to be, who you want them to be. When you meet them first time, you already planned the wedding. You already know how things gonna go. For example, whoever my husband is, he gonna have to dance in my wedding, and he gonna have to dance to one of the new edition songs that I love so much, um, from Best Man Holiday. Listen, she got, and she um, got him and his boys gonna have to learn the whole routine of see, that. See, that's, see, that's, see, now you gone way too far. <laughs> but like, I'm I'm like, nah, but, man, bro. I, no, I guess I'm not in your wedding. She's going right. to be mad at me. Then I can't come over your house. Right. But what? that's what I'm saying, though. Like, I go all the way to the extreme, and I'll, like, paint that whole picture of how this is supposed to be. So what you're saying is helpful for me because now I'm, saying, I'm thinking, no, I can't put my expectation mm -hmm. and allow that and try to make that be his identity. He mm -hmm. has to bring to the table who he is, and I have to allow him the space to feel comfortable to bring exactly who he is to the table so that we can both accurately assess each other yeah. in our purest state, in our truest form. So now we see, we're bare. Now we see, okay, this person, he is like this, and she is like this. Can this work together? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like in the... Like you think about the Bible was um, the tree of uh, good and evil, uh, the tree of knowledge. At certain at certain point, when they actually been into the apple, now they know. 
now they see they see the nakedness uh i feel like we go back to the point of being like true to one another take off that um the eye of judgment Mm -hmm. and kind of like help build regarding that nature of this is me this is who i'm who i am you see me in my full nakedness you know i mean you see all my insecurities and you don't hold me down i'm sorry you don't belittle me or degrade me based upon my what you see i think that's a good point or something to also just kind of think of always think about um making sure that you're not degrading Mm -hmm. like a man or because just because it's not what i see or it's not how i envisioned envisioned it that is no good um i think we have to allow man the space to present himself and even if he doesn't know exactly who he is i had conversations with 40-year-old men who are saying, I'm still trying to figure out who I am, but as long as there is that recognition, I'm still trying to figure out who I am, but I'm not clueless on who I am. So allow me that space to have that level of identity, but also to um, keep growing in that. And I think it's, it's difficult, too, whenever you get in these different relationships and you experience these different people, like... Um, I was in a situation last year at the beginning and the guy was super like hands-on, like he, he liked his love language was clearly touch. And, you know, I started to, that wasn't my love language, but I started to really gravitate towards that. I really liked sitting next to him and sitting close to him. And like, you know, whenever we were together, some part of his hand was on my body. Um, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, then, you know, we stopped talking and I ended up talking to someone else. Well, this guy's a touring musician and I never see him. Okay. So then, you know, I'm kind of expecting like, well, I want you to touch me. Like, I want to sit next to you. Okay. Like, not not to say that we have to be physical or anything, but like, I want to, I like the closeness. So I did not connect with him as much because of me expecting him to be like my last relationship or my, you know, wanting to have that like touch. It just kind of changed for me. And so I feel like I get what he's saying as far as wearing somebody else's crown or walking in somebody else's shoes. It was kind of like, I wanted, I wanted him to touch me. Wow. So, I mean, I guess in every relationship you just have to, it's almost like a clean slate. It's yeah. almost like saying, all right, brand new person. I'm still me. I'm mm-hmm. who I am, but I'm allowing you into my space and I'm going to find out who you are separate of things. And I think we do go into relationships and we have this whole idea in our minds already. Yeah. So, all right. So now I want us to listen to a portion of at that that ending part of Wear Your Crown, which is my favorite part of the song. Specifically, you say something, you say, wear your crown, be a king, and you won't have to worry about a thing, right? I'm following you with my heart. Mm -hmm. So I love that because, and y'all get get to listen to it in a couple of moments, but I love that because it's saying, you're you're almost affirming to the man, like, be who you are, wear your crown, be Mm -hmm. a king. Don't worry about me. As long as you're a king, I'm going to be your queen. Yeah. Regardless. Like you will get everything that you need from me as a queen. But the only way you get me as a queen is if you are assured in who you are as a king. So fellas, you can't get me as a queen if you are not presenting yourself as a king, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Because a king will bring out certain things from a queen that if you're not a king, you can't bring certain those things out because it's, yeah. it's not on that level. And again, when I say levels, I'm not talking about superficial levels, education. I'm not I was talking just about, about to say that. I'm not talking you gotta about have a big house, big, you gotta have yeah, all of that financial your stuff. Own, yeah. I'm talking about understanding who you are. Um, operating in your wheelhouse, operating in your space, having that confidence and being who you need to be as an individual. And once you do that and you working in that space, I'm going to work in my space and this thing is going to work together. Yeah. I wanted to be clear. Like when I wrote this song, I wasn't saying be a king as in like, you have to be the sole provider of our house and I have to, you know, I can work from home or 
just not work and you don't want like you don't have to be super accomplished. I'm just saying love me first. Like you love yourself, you see yourself as a king, that's great. But if you love me and you show that you love me, you do the things that I need you to do as far as like being there for me, like supporting me, whatever, mm-hmm. I'm gonna support you. Like I have no choice but to support you because I see that you're supportive, you're loving, and I can give that back to you. Right. Right. So Okay, well let's get to it. This is where your crown. Here we go. Where you So I love that ending of the song because even when you said I'm following you with my heart, mm-hmm. right? That's what you said, following you with my heart. And what's what comes right after that? But I can't be just walking in the dark. Okay. So again, I need you to operate in your greatness. Yeah. And you got all of me, but I need you not to walk in the dark. And so let's talk about that for a second. Okay, we're saying, we're putting all these mandates, especially on men. And I don't know how men will feel. What if a man's listening and saying, like, okay, well, how do I do that? How do I get to that kingly space? Nobody really showed me how to be a king. Mm -hmm. Nobody really explained to me how to be a king. Um, So, Job, and I'm going to put you on the spot. My bad. And I know you can't speak for all men, but maybe some. I speak for myself. Okay. That's what I do. (laughs) You like Um, it? You like it? Um, because I feel like there may be some listeners, some guys who are like, yeah, I feel that, ladies. Um, but number one, I've never seen that modeled for me. And there's something, there's a disconnect. There's something where I've been in relationships and I've wanted to be that for um, a woman. So I'm not walking in the dark so that she can follow me. And at the end, she said, um, you know, you can't leave me if you don't know who you are. And I remember at your listening party, like the crowd went they bananas. Crazy on that part. They went bananas. And that means they must have felt it. Yeah. And I mean, the basis of like, you know, I'm out here. I'm trying to be a wife. I'm not out here trying to be nobody's girlfriend for okay. forever. Like. My goal is I want to have a husband, I want to have kids, I want to have family, my career, all that good stuff. So I'm not dating just to date. Like, I I don't play games. So if you're not following God, that's the walking in the dark for me. Okay. So, you know, I, I'm sure Job can, like, talk about his journey to becoming, you know, the person that he is or wants to be or whatever. But, like, as long as I know that you are following God, like, I'm fine with you making decisions for us saying, you know what? Well, maybe we don't need to talk. That's fine. Because ultimately, the decision lies with you. Right. I'm going to be good regardless. Right. But if you decide that we should go further, keep going, that's up to you. Right. If you decide that we shouldn't, that's up to you too. Yeah. You know, so. So, Job, how do we, I mean, and it's not only a, women have to find out how she can be a king too, but from the male perspective, how do you work through that process? Or if you know you think about friends or yourself that you've talked to that want to get there, but they struggle, what are some of those struggles or how do you get to that king space? Well, I'm trying to get to the king space uh, uh, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the only information I could share would be uh, my struggles. Mm-hmm. So to be a king, you, you have to stay in your lane. Yeah. I'm always going to say your wheelhouse. So I know you guys were stating about, you know, if the financial piece or I don't, you know, it's not that I I need you to pay the bills in a house or I should need, I need you to do X, Y, Z. But, fellas, if you're good at that, then be good at it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you start to try to create, the uh, change the dynamic of what you are to fit into a relationship, then you lose a piece of yourself. Right. So if I'm good at being providing the bills, don't strip that from me and then make me do something else that you feel that needs to be done in, in your, your stage or your story, your part of your life that makes you feel like 
this is what I need a man for right. to fill that hole and fill that gap. Now, that yeah. gap may, may need to be filled for yourself because I'm taking care of the bills. This right. is what I love to do. Gotcha. And we definitely can learn. You, you work, you stay in your lane, do the things that you're doing great at or you do best at, and then learn from the rest. Okay. Be flexible. Mm. You know what I mean? In the, in the kingship or having a kingdom, there are certain parts that you need to be flexible about. Okay. So I like that because what I gather from it is that a king can look differently. There's not just one picture yeah. of a king. Correct. So, again, like stay, in your lane, he stay in your lane, yeah. Because if you're who you are, nobody's, nobody's the same. Everybody's different. So if we're all wired or designed differently, then that's a good point. Um, we should always, for male and females, take the time to find out what who what type of queen or what type of king is in the individual that I'm dealing with. And do I want that type of queen? Do I want that type of king? So I've never really processed it like that because we always just kind of have one definition. But can there be one definition of a king and a queen when we all bring something different to the table? Well, you think of it like this. There's a uh thousands of different locks and mm -hmm. there's thousands of different keys but there's only one key to open and lock your door wow right so it's not so you can always say like okay this key is a key that provides for my family this key this key is someone that's gonna touch me his love language is this and it doesn't unlock your door mm. wow. right so then you will find the actual key that fits uh that fits for you okay. you know what i mean so me, I love to draw, I love to create, okay. I love to paint, I love to do uh, video editing. You know what I mean? That's my key. Right. You know what I mean? So I should know the master key that I have for myself. Right. And then any woman that you're dealing with, you know, you, she will have to determine if your key unlocks key her door. Fits. So oh, then if you try God. to make me, uh, like, try to regenerate my key or try to change my key, you know, make a copy of my key. I'm like, okay, I got the copy of Job's key, his master key. Let me make changes to it. It still won't lock your door. Yeah. And now we're fussing and fighting because right. you're trying to change the master key. Right. You know what I mean? Instead of being like, this is what you can improve on and let me go because your key doesn't wow. fit for me. Mind-blown emoji. I don't know what kind of sound just came out of my mouth, y'all. Excuse that. Whatever that was, but that was good. Go ahead, <laughs> No, Kelsey. it was. I almost went into worship because, <laughs> no, like, as I was, you know, when you asked me to do this and I was just thinking about, you know, these topics and dating and different things like that, one of the reasons why I wrote this Queen Don't Need You is because there's a one person, one person that you're supposed to be with. I believe that there's one person that you're supposed to be with, like be married to, because it's covenant. Like, it's some it, God created Eve for Adam. Like, okay. I truly believe it's one person. Like he said, it's one key to every lock, or you know. Mm -hmm. So, when it comes to relationships and being a king and being yourself, like truly be yourself. Um, I the saying that I love, and I just. You know, I think about it all the time. When people show you who they are, believe them. Believe them, yeah. Because otherwise, you're going to be like, okay, well, they just did this, and that's not really who they are and whatever. No, they showed you that. That's who they are. Showed it. And so you have to decide whether that is something that you're going to love about them, right. something that you're going to, you know, not deal with, but really love and support them through, or if that's not something that you want to deal with. Right. Because ultimately, there's somebody for you and there's somebody for that person. Wow. So if you stay in relationship too long, you prolong yourself from meeting that person that you're supposed to be with or them meeting that person. Anybody that I've talked to, I love all of them. Mm -hmm. But I want them to be happy whether it's with me or with somebody else. That's Find the person that you want to be with. Right. And leave me alone. And don't play no games. Right. Like just if it didn't work, then it's not... It's not And that's okay. No yeah. love lost. It's all good. We tried it. We 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 put a good concerted effort mm -hmm. and now it's time to move on. I can find my key. Right. And that's it. So instead of ghosting, yeah. Oh. You have a oh. conversation. Sorry, y'all. It is again. This, there here is. you go. Somebody but, go Okay, so <laughs> the thing is I have an issue uh -huh. with breakup. So I don't do I don't it doesn't work for me well. Mm -hmm. right. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. very emotional brother. You know okay. what I mean? I'm 
more connected to my sensitive side than okay. the, than like the masculinity. Like, let me go get another chick. Like, it takes me a while to break everything down of okay. what has happened into a relationship. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Almost to the point of I get sucked into the feeling of loneliness and depression and mm-hmm. beat myself up over what has what has happened. So. Mm-hmm. When I go someone, sometimes it's even to the level of like, I just, I don't want to embarrass myself for calling her and like, why you won't take me back and right. let's work this thing out, right. you know what I mean? So yeah. there's different, right. there's different levels yeah. to it, yeah. you know what I mean, of ghosting. For me, it's because I'm insecure, well, not insecure, it's like, I'm I'm vulnerable now and, right. and I, I've seen in the past my vulnerability has right. got the best of me is, like, you're crazy, dude, you caught me eight <laughs> times, you know what I mean? And then on the ninth time that I answer you, you like... Hey, you know, like <laughs> I miss you. They, they embarrassed. So I just like I just rather not go through all that. Okay, you know I what I mean? Yeah. But some reason. other guys may be like, you know, forget that junk. You know what I mean? Whatever, yeah. and move on to the next one. So yeah. we all have different levels yeah. of it, and we don't know how to work through it. You right. know what I mean? Right. I think that that and that's a good point. And there's different reasons why people do what they do. Sometimes they have to just exit stage left. Without you know, sometimes no explanation. I and guess and it sucks when it you is. feel like you're close to somebody. Right, like you correct. feel like, yeah, we yeah we were talking, but you my friend. Right. Like you couldn't even be like, look, Kelsey, it ain't working. Right, you know, yeah. let's just be friends. I find that I have to be the one that's like, cut off. Like let's just be friends because you know it didn't right. work out. Blah blah blah. Right, and you know I just like to. Nip it in the bud. If you if you ghost me, you're not texting me or whatever. I'm the one that's like, okay, look, let's just be friends. Like, right, right. So I think there's a lot of different reasons why people do it, Mm -hmm. Um, and we just kind of have to be true to ourselves and just, even if we do it, think about why we're doing Mm -hmm. it and you know what the reason is, and things like that. Again, communication is important. Period. And we all have to grow in that. So maybe that's just something people are working on. Where, oh, yeah, I did that. I just stopped calling. I stopped texting. I stopped doing this. But next go round, I'm probably going to handle it a little differently. Mm-hmm. Bottom line is, I think for men and for women, we just need to learn and grow in just communicating, telling somebody how you feel. Or even if you're not ghosting, but you're doing something different where you're sending like little small messages. You're not really talking to me, like, but like you'll sure. pop in every week or two just and say, like, just, on. hey, how you doing? Hope. Hope you have a great day or whatever. Tell me how you feel. Instead of just popping in, just mm. let me know how you feel. I feel like it has something to do with like awareness. You okay. know what I mean? Like you have to be aware of your your um how you moving. You know what I mean? Like okay. if if I know in a previous relationship what I did to that person didn't feel well, and mm-hmm. then the next relationship I get into, that person did that to me, and I actually truly see how it felt to be treated that way, mm-hmm. then that's a learning part of it. Yeah. So then you don't do continue to do that same uh, pattern, that same rhythm. Because yeah. eventually you will just keep getting that same cycle and start yeah. seeing that same type of pattern in that relationship with the next person. So I feel like that's what you're attracting. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's very important to be aware of like, okay. Um, and also too, understand the pain. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it's okay to sit in it for a little bit to understand it instead mm-hmm. of trying to block it out and suppress it and oh, not really. Yeah, and it explodes. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you got to understand what you're dealing with. A lot of times, I hate when I not hate, but you know, some you ask, "How you doing?" You know, blessing highly favored, or they give you that. Yeah, generic. Generic, and it's like, no, I'm I'm not having a good day. Right. You know what I mean? But you know, right. I'm going to make it. But things been kind of rough. Right. You know what I mean? It's been real and truthful to. How I'm feeling, but right. I, instead of these you know, cliche moments, so I feel like when you go through a breakup or go or get ghosted, mm-hmm. learn more stuff about yourself, your true feeling. How does this actually make me feel, and right. how I'm changing? Right. Now I'm a little bit short with people. I'm snappy, as I'm snappy because that person is doing this to me. No, I really believe it's the outside factors. And then the inside of you is reacting to the person that has nothing to do with it. Right. So you saying like. No, because of a situation that's going on in my life right. is the reason I react to somebody that has nothing to do with it. Let me pull back on that. Yeah, that's good. That's you know? good. I think that's a really good point. So as long as if if we if our goal in general as people is to have positive relationships, period, romantic relationships or other, then anytime we are in a situation where maybe we don't respond the best way, as long as we're being self-reflective on, okay, what did I do this time and what can I do the next time to 
do better or to be better for myself, not necessarily for the next person, but to just be a better me, be a better version of me, as long as we're taking that into account and thinking about, well, what could I have done? And what do I need to communicate? How do I communicate with that other person to show them my heart, to show, to be vulnerable, to explain how I'm feeling Mm -hmm. and things like that. So, and I, and I think also, (laughs) I made like a mission statement for my album, which is really weird. Okay. But <laughs> I'm just excessive okay. as a person. Everything. <laughs> I put too much sugar in my tea. I put, you know, I have to have brownie alamo when I have it. Yes, it's, me too. I'm the I do the most. Mm-hmm. But whenever I was thinking of the ideas and the premise behind Queen, I was thinking of like it starting with me as a woman. If I value myself and I carry myself in a way where other people have to value me, Mm. then, you know, guys won't approach me unless they value themselves enough and feel like they can add value to my life. That's good. Um, And so in, you know, ultimately the result would be a bunch of men and women that value themselves and treat people well. So ultimately we have a world where people just love on each other and encourage each other. Maybe we don't talk or have a relationship, but you're a good friend to me. Right. And you encourage me, you support me through, you know, whatever it is that I do. Right. But, you know, that was the mission statement of it. Me valuing myself so other people value me. Right. And we just all value each other. I love it. I love it. So So now we got one and final um, song to go over Mm -hmm. um, from Kelsey's album, and it's called My Heart. And y'all, this song right here, I think is one of the most profound songs I have ever heard. And because it is, she's talking to her heart and she's, she's kind of, explaining to her heart what it's time to do again and without me like pressing out the lyrics I want you guys to just check it out just a little portion because I think it's really important we we as people in life just go through so many different things and we forget that our heart is a a being in a sense and we forget that sometimes our heart can get cold or our heart can get calloused or our heart can stop believing or our heart in and of itself can stop breathing. Like it's almost like, you know, like that movie, Waiting to Exhale. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of times where we kind of clam up because of hurt or situations in a relationship that we clam up. And the first line is, My heart is time for you to start beating again. And I'm like, mind blowing emoji. Like, are you serious? Wow. Like, how mm-hmm. awesome is that? Sometimes we forget about our heart because we we're guarding it so much. We're so guarded because of so many different things. And she's having a conversation with our with your heart. So without further ado, we're gonna share a little clip from my heart. My heart. Start beating again My love It's time for you to start breathing again Wow, wow, wow. Y'all, am I not right? Like, that song is so dope to me. So tell me, like, where did that come from? Um, The song, My Heart, um, <laughs> I'm not as vulnerable as I wish that I really could be. 
So I think this song, um, when I wrote it, it was me wishful thinking, if that makes any sense. Like me wanting to share because singing is my art. I love to sing. I love to write music. I love to create. Um, and it's easy for easier for me to express myself when I'm singing or writing music. And so, like, I've never been in love before. Mm-hmm. And wow. never, wow. never been in love. And so it was like myself kind of having a conversation with my heart, like, it's time. Like, we have to get to a place where we can share and have grace and, like, love someone um, despite, uh, you know, heartbreak or different things like that. I think I experienced heartbreak for the first time last year. Okay. And I'm 28. Okay. So, like, and this was after I had written this song. Wow. So. For you to say that you've never been mm -hmm. in love, but still, like, the music that you produce is all of the things, all of the feelings, all of the emotions that you, like you said, in your situationships, <laughs> yeah. um, that you're still feeling, you're still going through these emotions and situations. I love when you said, open the door, you've been here before, but maybe this time will be different. That's something that people go through who have been in love and who have had their heart broken and they clam up and they close their heart and they get guarded. You know, and it, it's scary to yeah. open that door. Um, so for you to say it's time to start breathing again, it's time to let someone in. But I do caution everyone before you can start giving your heart permission, make sure you're healed. Yeah. Make sure you're, you are protecting and guarding your heart um, and you're whole again, even Absolutely. if you're dealing with a breakup or a situation. So this is, I mean, amazing for you to explain, okay, it's time to like breathe again, like open the door. Yeah. And it, it means different things for different people. And I try to like not talk too much. Um, but so heartbreak comes in so many different forms and like, you know, this about me, I lost my mother when mm -hmm. I was 21 and I was in college and you know, when you lose somebody or something traumatic happens to you, right. you can wild out a little bit. Yeah. You know, and so I, because of how hurt I was and, you know, I was trying to pray and like, God, I need you to like fill this void and all this different, these different things. Like that was not a good time for me to be in a relationship right? Hmm. because I, you know, my friendships and the situationships that I had, I like clung to them very tightly because right. it's just like. I lost my mom suddenly. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, I could lose anybody. Right. You know, people couldn't sleep around me because I was like, are you breathing? Are right. you breathing? Like, checking, yeah. you know, so it wasn't a good time for me because I was coming from a, a place of trauma. Right. And, you know, if you break up with somebody that you really love or you get a divorce and, you know, divorce is, well, it's so messy. Mm -hmm. You have to take time, like you said, to make sure that you are healed. On my album, I have... Um, a song called Just Give Me a Minute. Mm -hmm. And it the lyrics come in, I've been hurt, burned, scarred, lied to, all of the above. Yeah. Now that's true. That's now, I ain't been in love, but I all of that <laughs> stuff. Went through all those emotions, okay. I'm telling you. Um, but it's like you have to take time. And I really feel like that is why the basis of our lives has to be spiritual. Yeah. Like God filled, God led, because yeah. he's the only person that can fill voids, any yeah. voids that are in our lives and help us to get back to a place of wholeness. Um, and that's where I wrote the album from. It's a story. Right. You start building your confidence. Like you have a relationship or you, you know, whatever, and you come out of it. I need a minute before I tell my heart. That's real. It's okay for us to love again. That's real. And just give me a minute actually comes before my heart on the album. And you said that was intentional. Yeah. So Kelsey's taking us through this whole journey, y'all. Y'all better listen I'm to trying. it because you might get some healing. <laughs> you might get some healing and you might, you know, get some, some wisdom and some advice with this. But Job, I know you wanted to say something also, but earlier when we were listening to my heart, you said specifically that as you were listening to it, you could understand because Kelsey told us that she's heard feedback that some men have cried to. Grown men have cried listening to the song. Wow. So tell me a little bit about how you feel about the song as well, a man. Well, first off, I didn't cry. Okay. 
I want to clear clarify you that. You just said you nah, were sensitive, yeah, but and it's I okay. Want, I don't want the guys out there listening and the females out there listening like that nigga are probably crying right now. I wasn't crying at all. No, it's just the um, the thought of sometimes we don't know how to heal properly because no one has taught us. Uh, being a male, you know, that's not something that we talk about when we playing basketball or uh, just sitting around talking, hanging out like, hey, man, you know, I'm really hurting. You know, can you show me how to heal? Like, what are you talking about? You know, like, <laughs> you know, maybe a close friend will definitely will you can talk to, but it's not the norm. Right. Uh, so it's very important uh, to realize that you're hurting and then reach out for that help. I always talk about on a YouTube channel, EAP, uh, Employee Assistance Program, uh, or either talking to a uh, counselor, a certified counselor to go get the help that you need. But just recognize that, hey, I haven't had any opportunity for someone to share to right. me how to heal and recognizing that you need help. Right. You know, that's the first thing. The other part that I like of the song was uh, stating we've been here before. Uh, I feel like overall, period, male or female, uh, even in the Bible, how we forget sometimes of where God has brung us from uh-huh. uh, and where he's taken us, uh, especially with the Israelites. Been uh, in Egypt, and as soon as they got them out of bondage, uh, they forgot, and right. they said, hey, it's better off that we would be in bondage. You got us out here in the wilderness, and we're right. about to die. So um, I think when you tell yourself, and when I tell myself I've been here before, it's kind of giving myself encouragement. Like, you know, you heard you, last relationship was real bad for you and you cried or you took some um, hiatus of being around people. Right. You drunk way too much alcohol at mm-hmm. that particular time. But he got you out and put you into a, allow you to share another relationship right. with someone else. Right, right. And then that breakup ended bad or maybe it did end bad, but you felt some type of way of right. dealing with the breakup and you reacted a way that maybe you should have been a little, you should have been smarter of how you reacted. So regardless, look where he has brought you from to right. get to that next relationship. I think that's very important for me wise right. to take that into consideration. And I think once you can recognize that, that, okay, that past one was a little rocky and that hurt me. But when you can get to the place where you're like, okay, but now I can be open again to something else and I'm not focused on that past, that's when you know you healed. Mm-hmm. That's when you know that you're ready um, that, and you're, you've created heart space in your heart to breathe again, love again. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes you don't even know that you have healed. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we have a certain idea of what heal look like. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and it's a to me. I always talk about being consistent, consistently mm-hmm. getting better, consistently growing. Right now, I like have this image in my head of a cartoon that I saw before of a man being in a hole, a mm-hmm. ditch, mm-hmm. and there was a shovel. Right. Oh uh, no, not a shovel. It was two men in a hole, one on one side, and he had his like head down, and the other one on the other side, digging steps uh-huh. to get out. You know, sometimes we just stay at that bottom and feel like there's nothing we can do or we can't change. We're hurting, and I'm not healed yet, so I'm not going to move. Mm. Versus digging steps out of the hole, making progress, and mm-hmm. when you get to the top, you may be like, "Hey, I'm I'm feeling better to move forward, mm. even though I'm still." carrying some things instead of just sitting there. A lot of times we just sit in our pain and don't do nothing about it or suppress it, like I said before, instead of using it to fuel your fire to get to the next stage. That's good. That's good. Well, thank y'all so much. This has been some real deep stuff. This episode's I should title it deep. Like y'all, dro- <laughs> y'all, y'all brought some real good nuggets. Her heart. De- okay, now I can go a whole nother direction no. with that because you know we deep. I There's mean, some depth. The, your heart is not just what pumps blood through your body. Like it pumps the feeling. Like yeah. however you feel or what you feed yourself, it pumps that throughout your body. Throughout right. your like it affects your mind and how you think about yourself. And so like your heart. Yeah. You're dealing with some deep stuff, yeah. like stuff that you, you know, encountered or experienced when you were younger yeah. is manifesting now. Right. And I'm, you know, 28. Yeah. About to be 29. Yeah. Okay. Whoop, whoop. Okay. <laughs> about to be 30, Lord. Help me, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Accomplish some more things. Um, I know there's a scripture in the Bible that says, guard your heart um, for above all else, above all else um, from out of it springs the is the well? Oh Lord Jesus, forgive me. Um, the wellspring of life, or 
from it springs life. Something yeah. to that effect. Y'all do not judge me. I, know I do the read. That you're talking about, but I'm um, scared to mess it up. I know, it but up. I didn't want to not say it. I know. So y'all look it up. But um, that's the Kendra version. That's the Kendra. Yeah, yeah. the new standard. The Kendra international. Kendra standard version. Yeah, coming out. She's more. This, she's, this yeah. summer coming out. She's more. She's more. more. Yeah. <laughs> that app is coming out next week on the Bible app. On the Bible app version. <laughs> but yeah, from out of it springs. I'm not even gonna yeah. do it again. There you go. <laughs> I'm not even going to do it again. <laughs> On the next episode, I'll tell you what it is, y'all. Um, but again, thank you so much, Kelsey D., Joe Leaf. Y'all have been amazing. Um, for all the listeners out there, I hope you have gotten something from this. Again, continue to comment, send me messages. My Instagram is Kendra underscore is more. Kelsey, let, remind everybody how to get connected to you. I am everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Kelsey.D. On Twitter, is underscore Kelsey D music but Kelsey dot D music Facebook Instagram hit me up and you can find me on YouTube you can type in my name Job J-O-B Leaf L-E-A-T-H and Instagram the truth 14 NC and Facebook just my name Job Leaf as well thank you guys all right y'all I'll see y'all on the next episode thank you so much love you so much take care be good to yourself and be good to others Thanks for listening. See you on the next episode.